You're here for a tip off the top. What do you got for us? Ballarat race three. I'm suggesting a same race multi here. Um, so this is number two, Mr. America, and number eight, another easy to both run top two. Racing. Mr. America's begun well. Out fast, another easy to lead him early, but Mr. America slides up to take the lead now. Das Farah zipping Kobe and well back Aston Master, but Mr. America turned in front, flat against the fence, clear to another easy, and Mr. America too good. Beats another easy. Uh, first race I'm going to have a look at here is race three, and a dog called McCooley's Lad in box four. We gave this the boom dog tag the other week um and and i think he's going to win this race racing mccauley's lad the favorite got out quite swiftly from box number four and goes straight to the early lead the favorite smoking cindy but off the back it's mccauley's lad four five lengths in front of carry on star and around the corner and mccauley's lad who's related to poke the bear will win it by about seven um race four uh, moving on number two junk food junkie to win racing junk food junkie the odds on favorite came out very sweet and goes straight to the lead. Off the back straight. Junk food junkie a length and a half. Too sweet Demi. They've kicked away four lengths to Tyler Durden, but around the corner. Junk food junkie is a length clear. Junk food junkie a length and a half to sweet Demi. Number four playlist to win here. Recently stepped up to the 600s and um, has looked pretty good. Um, wide runner in the five helps a bit here. Racing playlist came out quite sweetly from box fours going up toward the lead. On the outside, Neymar Jr. and getting a rails run with zipping clipper, but it's playlist to pilot. After Steinbrenner, who's still there. Playlist about a length in front. Steinbrenner angles for the inside. Playlist has got a kick and playlist all the way. Second Steinbrenner. Woof, woof, woof. Welcome to the non chases here for SEN track and sports fed. It's a Montage, we've gone back and nailed one. Very shag-heavy montage uh, last week because someone else didn't turn up to the show for the recording and Gunner never tips winners. So that's uh, just the, the lay <laughs> of the land. Um, uh, I'm your host, Paddy Garshagan, joined by Andrew Gunner on the right-hand side of the Zoom dial. How are you, Gunner? Good, thank you. Patrick, how are you? Uh, very well, very well. Good to hear the enthusiasm in your voice uh, this evening. And the other man who is with us, he's returned from a little hiatus, is the great Irish Hope from Scotland. Kenny, how are you? All is well. It's great to be back. Um, Shagger went pretty well on his own last week, so uh, no pressure on me this week. Yeah, well, glad to have you back uh, safe and sound, mate. Um, and you've recovered from your little, uh, your little cough that you had there, but uh, you're all well. <laughs> now that Kenny's spoken, Paddy, who does a better Kenny impersonation, me or Kenny himself? I think Kenny himself. <laughs> I don't know. I was listening that. to the show. I was listening to the show last week. I was actually quite impressed, and uh, I must give me compliments. I thought the show was absolutely brilliant last week. It was actually my favourite ever episode, and I wasn't on it. <laughs> um, I thought the interview was absolutely yeah, brilliant. I reckon we've got a big guest on today, and we'll let the cat. We yeah. got Cal Greeno on today. And he's going to be have to be on his very best if he can top Peter Lagosiani from last week because he's going to have to have some serious Dubai stories if he can uh, <laughs> if he can trump him. No, so yes, he's going to have to bring whimsical tales from the sand dunes, um, you know, rubbing shoulders with the elite, uh, 
maybe some suspect subjects for animals that may or may not be imported or exported. Um, He's going to have to really up his game, Cal. Okay, well, well, but you know what? The beauty of uh, this great show is going to is we get to ask you all that in the second segment when we speak to him. Um, Elephant out of the room, Shag is not here. Um, normally we're met with a little hi guys, how are you? Uh, but uh, <laughs> and a lot of technical difficulties. Yeah. We're actually kicking off before nine o'clock today because we don't have to wait for Shag to work out how to plug his bloody microphone in. But uh, rumor has it, oh, which shoulders are going? <laughs> the, out- the outside broad. broad- broadcast of this show is made it a lot harder with uh, with Shagger, unfortunately, at times. But, no, the great man's on annual leave and um, rumour has it that he's uh, just celebrating the reopening of Melbourne pubs a little bit too hard, so was unable to make it to the show. Um, so, good on you, Shagger. I, I, well heard he was, I heard he was queued up at uh, 12.01 this morning at Maya for a special type of hand cream. So, <laughs> I, I'm getting I'm getting conflicting stories here. I'm I'm hearing that Shag was waiting for the uh, commerce side of things to open up, not hospitality. Okay, wow. interesting. Well, you're his boss, so you know. <laughs> I'm, I'm, no one's <laughs> boss. I'm no one's boss, mate. <laughs> he's, direct, he's direct reporting to you, so um, you know he'd want to be on his best behaviour. Um, gentlemen, tip off the top, Kenny. What do you got for us? Um, I'll kick off. It's a race that kicks off at 10.04 p.m. Eastern time. Um, there's a doc here I've mentioned a few times before. It says, get him in your black books. Whenever he gets in the box one, get on. It's this dog. It's box one, just wins boss. Um, he's dropping back to 5.20. Um, he, he's going to absolutely eat up the reel here. Um, he did 30.04 last week. He missed the kick completely. He did a 5.80 split. He'll come back and do a 5.50 easily this week, and he'll do around 29.70. Um, I think he's around the two dollars twenty mark at the minute. Um, yeah, just just wins boss, just wins boss. <laughs> so you, you you've had the whole Wednesday night canvas to select a winner, and you've yep. gone for ten oh four Australian Eastern Standard Time. Nice little late one. Just, just wins, wins boss. boss. <laughs> well said. You can't. You and, can't. Uh, just I did mention a long time ago to get this dog in your black books and get on when he's in box. When well, he opened it up three dollars last night, so um, hopefully the regular listeners of the show got on at the opening I price. Like it, just wins, boss. Good name for a dog, and there is a good name of a dog that Kel Greeno trains called Kenny the Brute. Kenny I the hope Brute. you're going to ask him all about uh, <laughs> that particular dog. Now, Gunner. We've uh, bestowed the honour upon you to have a tip off the top, so this could either go really, really well or really, really bad. So what do you got for us? Now, I just want to preface this by saying I don't do a lot of form anymore with a role change, but I have had a look at these races. But please, uh, if you're ever going to gamble responsibly, do do so with my uh, rusty nature of uh, getting back into looking at some races. But my tip off the top, Paddy, is... Uh, Slingshot Bailey in race one at Ballarat number six, uh, around the $4.50 mark. There's a couple of unraced runners here, so market moves will be a good guide if you're having a bet. Uh, Just watch those unraced runners. Uh, Slingshot Bailey jumps well and will give you a good sight. He's run a lot of seconds and usually gets snabbed late. Um, If you're on Slingshot Bailey and she's leading, you'd hope she has a a decent lead into the straight because she'll run out of uh, puff near the winning post, but uh, generally leads and will give you a good sight for your investment. Oh, you're very happy with your work there. Tip off the top's normally a very quick 
bouncy segment and you've got him with a hard-hitting deep drill-down analysis. I just wanted return. to make sure that because you you look at the form guide, I think it's eight, eight starts in about six six seconds, so yet, yet to salute. But, uh, yeah, just um, probably needs the 350 metres at Ballarat rather than the 390. But uh, if it gets a bit of a break and there's trouble in behind, uh, we, we'll be looking pretty good, I reckon. like it. Very good. Hey, some news has come across my desk. Well, it came across on Monday uh, or Sunday maybe. Good odds for Rada. See you later. Retired. Put, yeah, probably, probably done its job, I think. Put Paddy, the fe- don't you reckon? Put the feet up. No no, no longer needed. Uh, won the Million Dollar Chase last year. Obviously, this year was bundled out in the semis. Pretty luckless run in the semis. Yeah, won the, won the Daptal Megastar too, yeah. didn't it? Uh, bundled out the semis, but now the owners and trainer have come out and said enough is enough. Good odds, Harada can enjoy life in the shag shed, and <laughs> rightly so, <laughs> and, right, and rightfully so. So well done, good odds, Harada. A, you've been found after the investigation, the non-chasers exclusive investigation earlier this year, uh, and now you've retired. So well done on a excellent career. Uh, another little bit of news across my desk, boys, is uh, my dog. Is uh, very close to racing. I know I've been saying that it's about two weeks away for the last ten weeks, but I have it on good report that maybe next Friday or Saturday it could be making its debut. We do we get any clues at all? Is what tracks are going to run at, or are we just going to have to wait until we're we going to after time this dog? <laughs> it will be. It, it will be up in Bendigo. Very exciting, Patty. Yeah, very exciting. Mysterious, mysterious. Um, Are you starting to sound like that footy coach that's got a player with a mysterious in- injury and each Wednesday at the press conference they get asked, oh, are they a chance this weekend? Oh, yeah, a couple of weeks away. <laughs> this dog's been a couple of weeks away for three months. <laughs> I know. But, mate, as we all know, as we everyone well knows in this sport, you're at the mercy of the dog and your dog goes before you in every step of the way and if the dog's not 100%, you don't race it. And we're just getting that dog to that 100% mark and we'll be racing him very, very shortly. Um, Non-chasers multi. We got it last week. Ding, ding. Jeez, we're finding some form there. $2.50, put in, take out, take me later. Where would you rather be? Yeah. In the winner's stalls, that's for sure. Well done. All right, we'll have to... Oh, we don't... How are we going to do this without Shagger? Do we ask Cal? to get... Might have to get Jace to put a tip in. Oh, our sound man, Jace. <laughs> I feel a sound man. Um, okay. Well, it's yeah, a, well, it's a head-to-head can... battle between Jace and Cal Green at the moment, so we'll <laughs> maybe in the outbreak we can discuss who chooses. Well, Cal, Cal's <laughs> got a few in this week, so you'd hope that he's got a, a grasp on the form Absolutely. and uh, can tip us in one way or another. Absolutely. Uh, Shelby. Maybe he might declare one that's not his own. Oh, I like it. Um, a dog that isn't his own which is pseudo his own now because he's taken over it, is Tommy Shelby. Um, Shelby versus Shelby update. I do have a little update on this one, boys. I have been able to source the mobile number of the Nobes camp, which is the Tommy Shelby, Thomas Shelby from Adelaide. And we've been able to get in touch with the Tommy Shelby WA camp. Just got to iron out a few financial details now. And then the big pitch will be made to the to either camp. So very exciting stuff. Tommy Shelby versus Thomas Shelby. Loser has to change their name forever. It will be happening. Don't worry about that. I promise a lot of things. It will be funny if Tommy <laughs> Shelby has to change his name. <laughs> I promise a lot of things on this show, and this is one of them. Um, 
<laughs> you can start a war. <laughs> Horror, Horacles, my favorite uh, segment. Horacles. Okay, um, we go back to we go back to your hometown here, Kenny. Um, or is that? Uh, Trial- yeah, I think Patty thinks you're from Newcastle. <laughs> <laughs> He sometimes thinks I'm Scottish. <laughs> now he thinks I'm English. I would... Every week we tell him I'm Irish. He just, I don't know what's going on here. Where, where's Charlie? Charlie's in Ireland. Charlie? It's nowhere yeah, near, no near Straban. I can give you oh, the Oh, is this one in Ireland? This one is in Ireland. Sorry, I got confused oh. because the commentator is English. Jesus. This is, this is we're on home turf here. We're going down to uh, Paddy Wall's territory. Jeez, we're just, we've just wasted a good 30 seconds because I was right. Um, we, we, go, we go to Charlie. <laughs> Tralee in Ireland. Whereabouts in Ireland is Tralee? It's down south. It's near enough where near Cork. Um, our old uh, non-chaser party walls near, from. Down that near direction, Cork, yeah. Near the Blarney Stone. Wouldn't yeah. be too far. Have you, have you ever kissed that Blarney Stone? You, know, you hang upside down and have to kiss it? Uh, nah, it's, that's a trap for clowns like yourself, <laughs> tourists going over there. No, I, didn't, I didn't do it. I was afraid of heights. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. I, I, say, I say you did more to it after a feed of Guinness. Gave it a dry hump. <laughs> I think I think Charlie's just north of South Charlie. Okay, good. <laughs> anyway, let's get let's get back let's get back to this audio now. Straighten us up, Patty. I, I will straighten us up. Now this year's a race is a fairly stock standard race in Charlie, um, but the one dog had been scratched. Okay, and the commentator, the caller, clearly tells us pre-race when they're loading him that the one is not in this race. Have a listen to how the one jumps according to this. C4 call. in the second round, the John and Mary Cleekledale Memorial Trap. One is a vacant trap. Two, Penidane Storm. Three, Fast Hurling. Four, Patterdale Greg. Five, Sugar Plum Fairy. And six, Liv's Dream. Where are we going for our final race this evening? One misses the break and six was yeah, slow. Kenny, I don't know what feeding, feeding him over there, mate, but the one was not in the race four. and he, <laughs> he's just come out and said <laughs> the one doesn't jump with him. Yeah, I'd say it's another case of a, a mighty feat of Guinness in there. <laughs> the old memory just disappeared in, what, a split second there? Uh, the gift that keeps on giving over there in Chile, just yep. just north of South Chile. <laughs> well done. No, well, good to see. Uh, do you know the name of this caller? I have no idea. He's an English commentator. Um, oh. I have no idea. He's in the Horror Calls Hall of Fame, so well done. We'll give him a pat on the back. Paddy, and, Paddy and, O'Reilly, and I think his name is. Is it? That is, that's, yeah. a, that's an absolute <laughs> lie. Yeah. <laughs> Bugger off. John Smith. Bugger off. Exactly. It's like saying there's an Aussie caller named John Brown. All right, gentlemen. Fast Bucks fast time. Bucks. Um, fast Bucks. Again, we've taken on feedback um, from the loyal listeners and they have said to us that they want to just get the order down, Pat. The order is a bit clunky. So when Shag not here, he's in pole position. I'll read out his numbers. He'll always be first. Kenny or Gunner, who's going to go first out of you two? Kenny's going to go oh, behind Shagger, and and I'll I'll be tailing Charlie. Okay, all right. So you've just given Kenny second position on the grid. Okay, that's all right. Sh- it's just Gunner's a bit of just a bit of fun, mate. Yeah. Gunner's going third, so all he needs to do is crack one winner at twenty five dollars <laughs> with a third selection, and he's won this. Um, okay, music up for Fastbacks. This is a Sandown Thursday night. Yeah. Race number one. <clears throat> Here we go. Race number one. Shagger's eight. Kenny? Box seven, Kenny. Number one, Tiger Fish Foz. Race number two, number two, Kenny? 
Box four, ultra light beam. Number one, Cracker Jack Pack. Race number three. Number two, Kenny. Box three, Japara. Gunner. Oh, you, you bastard. Uh, number five, Webleck Jet. Race number four, number five, Kenny. Box three, keep Gunner. Peace. You bastard. <laughs> number six, Nick's Bale. Race number five, number three, Kenny. Box one, Zip Nobre. Gunner. <laughs> number you two, chose the Prom- third Prominence man. Bale. Race number six, number eight, Kenny. <laughs> Box seven, Sharp Fork. <laughs> number three, Bobby the Brute. Race number seven, number two, Kenny. Box seven, 50, Bill. <laughs> number three, Taken. Race number eight, number two, Kenny. Which is appropriate, mind you. Uh, Box one, Music Event. Gunner. Uh, sorry, what did you go, Patty, in that one? I went number two. He's gone. And Kenny, oh, yep, Music Event, number one. Your time's running out. Race number nine, number one, Kenny. Uh, box seven, sweet dummy. Number two, Kingfisher Rose. Race number ten, number three, Kenny. Box four, better watch Gunner. out. Number six, Webleck Smoke. Race eleven, number one, Kenny. Box it, any Camille. Number three, Brickman. Race number twelve, number four, Kenny. Box three, Mapunga Nut. Number number one, Phantom Call. Bang. Well done. Good fast bucks. I, of course, was paying for Shag. We'll see how that comes up. The editing man, Jace, will have a, a bit of work to do there, but uh, I'm sure he'll pull it together beautifully. <laughs> Uh, boys, let's take a break. Um, we'll be back with Cal Greeno on the other side of the line. We've got to talk to him about plenty. Tommy Shelby now in his camp. Houdini boy. Also want to know about uh, old David Mitchell and how about that came about. We'll be back with more non-chasers after this. <coughs> Welcome back to the non-chasers here on SEN Track. And, look, we've got plenty of friends of the show. One friend of our show, Davey Mitchell, over there, Blue Tick Syndications over in the UK. A big, big friend of the show, Kenny. I can see you just very excited. Now, he came into this caper because of a singular trainer who is training some absolute stars for him, and he has an absolute handful of them. That trainer is Kel Greeno, and he's on the line for us now. Kel, how are you doing, mate? Yeah, very well, thanks. Mate, we want to find out about this whole Davey Mitchell connection you've got. He obviously, he comes onto the show every now and then and gives us a boom dog. Some of these boom dogs that have been Houdini Boy and Captain Dynamite. Tell us about how he got in touch with you and then how everything sort of spawned out of that. Yeah, look, obviously uh, David's in the Blue Tick Syndicate over in England and and he wanted to get involved with Australian racing. So he contacted Sandown Greyhound Club uh, basically through Mick Floyd and then Mick, asked me if I was interested in uh, working in with these guys and maybe finding them a dog or two. And I said, yeah, why not? It, it sounds exciting. So that's how it basically started. And then we just has to, had to source some dogs for them and then hope it worked out. Um, Mick Floyd, the buyer's advocate for Greyhounds, has he uh, sent, sent you an invoice uh, yet, Cal, or has he uh, sent, sent Davey Mitchell an invoice? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I just passed it through the solicitor said, I'm not paying, Mick. <laughs> Um, Obviously, uh, one of those dogs belonging to the Blue Tick Syndicate is Captain Dynamite, who was one of the biggest talking dogs this year. Um, He's obviously had a few uh, niggling injuries throughout the year, and um, he didn't seem to come off the track the best at the weekend there. Is there any updates on how he's doing? Look, I think he's been very lucky from the weekend. I actually thought watching the race that he'd, he'd broken down something chronic. Um, what he did was he, he bounced off the rail and he twisted his leg and tore uh, right up in the tendon that holds the leg together and it bruised up really badly and he, he was only lame for maybe two days. 
I went and got x-rays. There was no x-ray damage. Um, the bruising has now disappeared and he's jumping out of his skin. So he won't be out for that long. It was just, it looked like a career-ending injury, but uh, fortunately it's, it's not that bad. So he'll, he'll bounce back hopefully give him a gallop at the weekend and then just get a bit more fitness into him and, and maybe get him up to 700 again. Cal, while we're on the subject of injuries, just veering off the, the Dave Mitchell pathway there for a bit, a little birdie tells me that when the vets can't work out what's wrong with the dogs, that the trainers bring their dogs to you and apparently you've got the the gift of God in working out what's actually gone wrong with the dog. Is is that true? <laughs> uh, yeah, there's a bit of truth in it. I... Um, I've been doing it for quite a while and, and I learned off probably the best dog checker I think that we've ever had. Unfortunately, that was Alex Hawler. He passed away and um, I've continued on because, yeah, it's it's an important part of the racing side of it. When the dogs are injured, we need to fix them. So that's basically how it works. And, yeah, I've been lucky enough to be able to remember a lot of the stuff he taught me. Cal, obviously they have knowledge like that. Um, you've had to be in the game in a lot, in a very long time. Um, how did you did you actually originally get into greyhound racing? Look, my my father had dogs when I was probably twelve years old. He used to take them for a walk in those days, and um, probably couldn't wait to tried to play a bit of footy after that, but wasn't quite good enough to get in the big time. But then I couldn't wait to get back into the dogs and purchase my own, and started off when I was probably twenty years old, and. Um, I'm now 67, so 47 years of doing dogs, about 30, 35 years professionally. So, yeah, it's been a long, long time. You played footy, Cal. Is it true you played footy for the Hawthorne Reserves? Look, I was at Hawthorne for for quite a while, but I actually injured myself. I'm not Captain Dynamite. (laughs) Career (laughs) career ender against the rail. (laughs) Yeah, look, I had a couple of bad ones and then went from – Hawthorne to, to Mel, tried at Melbourne there for a while and then um, long story didn't didn't quite make it for whatever reason but um, yeah I decided that football wasn't me go then and I'll, I'll get back into the dogs. Footy clubs though Cal great place to start syndications and, and selling dogs you would have got a few teammates and board members and coaches into a few. Yeah, look, uh, uh, there's, it's very easy to get guys involved in footy clubs that generally like a bit of racing as well so yeah, had a, had a number of guys over the years that have been involved with footy clubs and that, and um, yeah, look, they're just they're just great guys. They just like to get involved with a group of their mates and and enjoy the the spoils of winning and losing, but especially winning when they can have a few drinks to celebrate. Now, probably none bigger when it comes to football royalty than the big fella from St Kilda, Plugger Lockett. Uh, what was it like working with Plugger as an owner? Because he he doesn't tend to say a lot in the media these days. Look, I, I actually found Tony to be one of the nicest guys I've ever met. Love the bloke. Stayed at his place many times up in Barrel. Um, he just, he's just an absolute great fella. Um, didn't like his criticism of the press. I think that's where the, when people were criticising him, I think that's where he sort of got a bit upset. But when you meet the guy and know the guy, he's just a lovable bloke. But absolute pleasure to train for. Never, ever annoyed me once, was just in, in my corner every time. We were lucky enough to win a silver chief with him and um, and Tony really appreciated that. But, yeah, unfortunately he's out of the dog game now. The, the dog, was it was it Renegade Chief that you won the silver chief with? Yeah, that's the dog, yeah. It was, yeah. It was going back a while and um, 
yeah, he, he just uh, he was just a nice type of dog. And long story, but I was up at Tony's at the time racing another dog, and I saw this these dogs galloping in the yard. Tony was rearing them up, and he said, "Oh, that poor dog can't keep up." And I said, "Well, we better pull him out and have a look at him, see what's wrong with him." And sure enough, he had a couple of injuries to stop him being able to run because he thought he was just no good. And anyway, he locked him up and basically fixed the injuries and then that turned into rene- Renegade Chief. So it's amazing how, how life happens sometimes. But, yeah, probably did him a favour helping fix the dog and then he gave me the dog to train. So that was that was good for me. You've been in the, the game a long time. What, what are a couple of, the, a couple of things that, that come to mind that have changed the most from when you started to the modern day? Obviously prize money is a big one and, and media attention in general. What are the couple of things that stand out to you, Cal? Yeah, look, obviously the, the prize money is always, especially the last 20 or so years, has been unbelievable. So if you get a really good dog, you're obviously going to learn a lot of money. Um, along, along with that goes the pressure of making sure the dog tries to win or be competitive. Um, and it's just basically... Um, the enjoyment of people that they get out of their dogs is is probably more rewarding than anything else. Sometimes the monetary gains uh, a second to that because it's not. Sometimes it's not a monetary gain. It's just making people happy. I think that's where I get my most enjoyment. But um, the other side of it is obviously with what happened a few years back with uh, the greyhounds copping a fair bit of flack. Um, then we've had to change things here to make things probably a little bit harder for us where welfare will come and check on you on a continual basis and make sure everything's up to date. But when you don't do anything wrong, you know, as far as that goes, which is the majority, do everything right and look and really care for their dogs, then I think we've come a long way in, in the public's eyes to sort of get a bit of, you know, credibility back and, and that yeah, makes yeah. a big difference. As always, Cal, it's it's usually one out of a thousand that are doing the wrong thing that bring attention onto the other nine hundred and ninety nine participants, isn't it? Absolutely, yeah. And Cal, you, you say it's not about monetary gain; it's about uh, the enjoyment. When you got Big Plugger Locket standing over your uh, standing over you um, at the home straight, I think it certainly is about the enjoyment because I don't think he'll be worried too much about uh, what's going on. No, look, I'll, I'll never forget the night. Um, we were up in Wentworth Park and we'd sort of taken care of uh, Cosmic Rumble for the week and Darren McDonald came up on the final night and, you know, the dog won the Easter egg and we also won, uh, I think it was the Ambrosoli with a bitch called Cindy and Shelby. And I was in the at the catching pen with Tony and I fair think he picked me up like oh, I was a rag doll and bounced me up and down. <laughs> he was that excited and I, I think he, he didn't realise I was actually a person. I wasn't a rag doll but... <laughs> he bounced me up and down. <laughs> I weighed about three kilos. Was that pre? Was that pre diet? He's a he's a little bit smaller now than what he used to be. Yeah, yeah. Now he's an extremely fit man. He'd probably be able to throw me in the air for about two kilometres, but he just looks uh, fearsome at the moment. Was this pre, was this pre or post the, the pig on the uh, MCG incident? Because he would have oh, thought it might have been a greyhound. The, 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 the MCG, sorry. Yeah, look, it was after that and, um, yeah, that was way after the, his finishing days and, yeah, that was <laughs> – I don't know. He didn't sort of – didn't say much about that sort of stuff. So, um, you know, he just shrugs it off. He just basically ignores that those things happen. Uh, very good. And back to – 
present day Houdini boy, up and coming star amongst your ranks. How's he all going? He's had a little bit of a while in between runs now, but how's he going? Look, he's um, unfortunately had a setback at uh, just in a trial after the last race he had. Went down to Warrigal just to have a, a trial to keep him fit because there was no racing that week for him. And when he hit the arm, he, you know, it was a run on lure type, when, which is most of our trials. And you bite, the dogs bite onto the squeaker at the end of the trial and he's hit it with his throat and basically punctured his windpipe. Um, run half length off the record and then did that, run blistering time and then probably the next, I didn't realise till the next day I got him out because I wasn't there trialling. Uh, Darren Pattinson works for us and he took him down there and, you know, he'd come back and he's, you know, pretty happy the dog's gone really good. And the next day his neck had blown up and then his head blew up and then his, all his air bubbles were going into his skin and I anyway went to a couple of vets and they couldn't work it out. They just thought, look, he's, I've got x-rays, I've got scans. Um, we realised what had happened, that he'd actually just punctured his windpipe. And it took, it's taken about three weeks to get over it totally and he's now he's jumping out of his skin. I've just got to get him fit again. But obviously the bold truce will be the target, uh, which is well, hopefully we've got enough time to get him fit. But we just didn't need that setback. It meant, meant we missed the Hume Cup and we missed the Top Gun stayers. But... That's, these things happen in dog racing. We just got to cop it and and you move on and fix it as fast as you can. Yeah, we definitely want to see him back on his feet soon. Um, I don't think the bull trees would be the same race if he's not in it this year. Um, just another superstar dog who's just entered your kennel, uh, Tommy Shelby. Um, how's he coming along? Yeah, Tommy's good. Uh, really happy the way he settled in. Uh, gave him a look at the meadows the other day. Went really good. Um it's just a matter of working out the best plan in the next week to do what we've got to do. But knowing that we're in the Top Gun now uh, means we can focus on that and then hopefully the Melbourne Cup Series after that. But, look, he's a he's an exciting dog who's – whether he's up to beating these type of dogs is debatable, but we'll be doing our best. The dog come to, come to me in, in brilliant condition and um, it's just a matter of – having a bit of luck with box draws and field, you know, what we actually, how we draw in that race will be crucial to our chances. What um, what draw would you actually prefer in the, the top? Because obviously the fields are right now, but we're just waiting on the box draw. What what, what number would you like? Look, I, I th- to be honest, I'd probably like to be drawn box two with Simon Told Allen in one. Um, <laughs> so you just wouldn't want to be drawn on the immediate inside of Simon Told Allen when he takes off because... He's obviously the speed dog in the race and, and would lead any any dog probably in the world. So uh, yeah. it, when he takes off, he just takes off. So you don't want to get cut off by him. So I'd be thinking the best option then would be to track him through and hopefully, you know, be the dog that sits on him and hope that he that he collapses in the home straight. But he's such a great dog. You know, he's probably my favourite dog watching. And how did, did you know it was, did you know Steve was going to call you and ask you to take over Tommy Shelby in, in Victoria, Cal, or was it just no, completely out of the blue? Out of the blue. Um, wow. Never had anything to do with Steve. Um, didn't know him. Just, you know, just a lucky phone call, I guess. But, yeah, look, I don't know how, sometimes you get a bit of luck and, and that sort of thing happens to you, but generally it happens to someone else. But, you know, you just got to take your luck when you can and, uh, it's nice to get handed over a dog who's basically straight into a Top Gun. So, yeah, I'm pretty excited about it and we're, we're doing our best to make sure everything's right. That's fascinating. You, you get a few from uh, Tassie, 
come up to the mainland, Cal. So you must uh, be well considered in the greyhound community as a as a home away from home for dogs. Look, I think I think the advantage we have is that we're probably the smallest kennel as far as numbers go. So people can, you know, send a dog to us and know they're going to get a lot of individual attention. Um, not that I'm saying the other guys wouldn't, but because we've only got 12 race dogs, we have four people here working. So <laughs> the dogs get plenty of time and plenty of uh, everything needs to be done, will be done, instead of maybe a bigger kennel might struggle with doing all the little, the basic little things. Yeah, one person I am interested in that, that works for you, Cal, ex-English cricketers working in an Australian. Like, come on, mate. I mean, that's just sacrilege, surely. Yeah, yeah. Look, I sh- shouldn't have let him in. He should have had to play for Australia <laughs> to get in. This is Darren <laughs> Patterson as well, isn't it? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, <laughs> should have kept him out. But, no, nah, look, we, we made an exception this time, only because he's he's basically living with my daughter. So, <laughs> I was going to say, you might have to do more than welcome him into the kennel. You might have to welcome him into the family one day. <laughs> yeah, you, you never know. Look, he... Uh, Darren's actually, he's like a machine. I've never seen a bloke work so hard. He's, if he's actually not doing anything, he gets a bit bored with himself. So he'll just go and pick up a shovel and start digging. But he- <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. An industrious bowler and is now a, uh, is now uh, taking Kel's dogs to and from the racetrack. I love that. That's uh, a, that's yeah, look, good. He, he just, I've never seen a bloke work as hard as him. He just, <laughs> he just can't stop. He's like a machine. So I'm, he's actually out there doing something at the moment. I don't know what he's doing, but he's probably digging or raking. Or... <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's building a little trial track out the back of the farm for you. <laughs> he probably is. Oh, <laughs> oh very good, Cal, mate. We, we appreciate your time. You, you keep, as you said, a very sort of quality versus quantity sized kennel and, uh, mate, the results speak for itself. So thank you very much for, for joining us on the Non-Chasers and we hope we can speak to you again soon. That's great. Thanks for having me, guys. Thanks, Kel. Thanks, Kel. Thank you very much. How good was that, boys? Old Kel on the line just talking a bit of turkey about it, his dogs. Very interesting insight. We'll take a quick break on the Non-Chasers. We'll be back with more after this. Welcome back to the Non-Chasers here on SEN Trek. Jeez, how good was Kel, boys? Awesome. Yep. Absolutely awesome. Loved it. Sensational stuff. It's that time of the show. Invest in the West. All right, Kenny. You, you told us that you're not just going west of the country now. You're going west in regions of certain states. So what have you got for us today? <laughs> um, I'm still going to be very west heavy. It's, it's obviously where my favourite dogs run. Um, but just... Well, the, the Wednesday night slot, it just gives a lot more options in other places. So today we're going to go to Angle Park and then finish off at Cannington. Um, so I'm going to kick off here with Angle Park Thursday night. Uh, race one, box two, fly for tricks. This dog's won 10 from 16 starts so far. Looks like he's going to get one number 11. He might be a shade of odds on as well. Um, but he's just an, he's an absolute great above most of these dogs. Um, no excuses not to win. So that's box two, race one, Angle Park Thursday. Yeah, and then I'm going to head to Angle. Sorry, what was that? <laughs> oh, you going to get the whip out? Oh, the whip. Sorry, yeah, we, we, didn't, we didn't. We didn't get it last week. We want it now. <laughs> so I was trying to rush through. Well, there's a few whoops to be cracked in the segment, so we'll kick on. Uh, angle wrist four box one zipping Marshall. And um, this dog hasn't ran since it failed to qualify to the for the Adelaide Cup. Um, it came second to Karong. Let's see. I thought he was very impressive in behind. He used to run around Sandown and the Meadows, and he's shown some real, real strong run homes. Um, and I, there's not a lot of pace in this race, 
So I think he can break level here and, and get the win. Um, it should be a reasonable price as well. I think it'll be around the $3 mark. Um, so that's Angle Park, Risk 4, Box 1, Zipping Marshall. And then we're going to go back to home turf here over to Cannington. Um, Risk 2 on Saturday night. There's a, there's a dog here in Box 1, Fantastic Gigi. She's been off the track for six months. If this race was six months ago, this dog would be a dollar thirty. Um, she, she took a bad fall in her last run. She has been obviously out and injured. Um, if she's back at her best, she just wins this pre- or wins this race um, because she's been off for so long. There's a bit of early pace in box too. The three dog Santa's Magic's decent as well. We should get a, an odds against price here. Um, obviously worried about fitness and stuff but it's just on the factor if she's right she'll just absolutely piss in here so that's risk to cannington <laughs> saturday night box one fantastic gg uh, is that in the form god <laughs> piss is should, in should be, should be. <laughs> and, then, and sorry when you say fantastic can you say it like rhino used to say it fantastic fantastic gg um and then we're going to head the risk three cannington Starbuck is stepping up the 600 meters. Um, this dog's been getting some really tricky draws recently, um, some awful maps. Um, it's well known that this dog wants an outside draw and it lands box seven here. Box seven isn't actually ideal for any dog in a 600 meter race at Cannington. It's a bit of tricky with the bench start, but um, it should suit Starbuck. Um, I if this comes away, this dog will be leading down the back straight by about 10 lengths. Um, obviously, first time of the trip, so there's question marks over whether it can stay. I think it'll be far enough ahead that we don't have to worry about that. Um, so I think he just wins. And then there's a dog here in box two, Jackson County, who's been absolutely flying home at Cannington and Mandura and steps up to 600 as well. So I'm going to go with Starbuck to win and Jackson County top three for an old SRM same race multi here. And then risk four, Javel Slick, um, badly hampered from box three last week. He jumps into box one here. If he had box one last week, he would have won easy. Um, so just this is my battle of the weekend. Risk four, Kennington, Javel Slick. And then risk five, box six, Rapido Lass. Um, this dog absolutely lit up the track when he did 29.65 in the second run at Cannington. Um He's been a bit iffy early since, like his split times have ranged from 5.40 to 5.80. Um, I've kind of gone off this dog a bit. Obviously, the fastest dog in this race, but his, his, early, his early pace is just, it's all over the place and I can't back it. Box seven, ripping Memphis, cuts across, which isn't going to help as well. So I'm going to head out to box eight, Hazy Flash. Um, he's shown some half-decent runs in Mandura. Um, he's only ran at Cannington once. I think he can do 30 dead here. And if Rapido gets into trouble, I think this can just run away with the race. So let's box it, hizzy flash, and that's uh, that's me for the weekend. I love that. That's it. Jeez, that was the quick version. <laughs> he said, "I'm going to run through these quickly." <laughs> Folks talk for 45 well, minutes without drawing a breath. Well, chop, chop, Connor. It's your turn for your tips. Gunner, <laughs> <laughs> just give us your best of the night, mate. That's all we. That's all we want. No, stop that. Kenny's at his chance. But honestly, the, I will go through them quickly. I've got. I've got three. They're all at Sandown. Uh, race one, number eight, Magnuson. I think the seven will shift left early and give the eight plenty of space, so definitely getting on it. Uh, race three, number three, Japara. I think it can lead that inside division and be hard to catch. Race four, number two, Keeper of Keys. I'm going against the favourite playlist. 
Playlist at Neymar Jr. swap boxes from last week, and I think Neymar Jr. will push up on the favourite early, and Keeper Keys will skip away in this one. So sticking with Keeper Keys, I it's not not a I, I do like it, but I'm not making it one of my tips for the week. I, but I want to tip uh, race seven number two. Do it just so that you can play uh, the Ben Stiller stinger out of Starsky and Hutch. Do it <laughs> seriously. Do it. Jesus. Is that it? That's it. That's quickly. Uh, okay, we'll take a quick break. We'll come back with. We're not going to have time for dog food because we've talked a lot. Um, we'll come back. <laughs> Kenny's with, talked a lot. <laughs> we'll come back with the non-chasers multi. Uh, it's going to be a two out of three multi this week, and of course, uh, show me the money selections. We'll be back after this. Welcome back to the non-chasers here on SEN Track. Now we uh, are going to include Shagger in the multi. He's going to have Chima Shine in the three-quarter multi. Are we happy with that, Kenny? Yeah, he told me it's his biggest fancy of the week, so I'm sure he's okay. happy with that. Chuck it into place. I'm going to chuck uh, Sandown Park tomorrow night, race two, Rothwell Gal to place at $1.20. Kenny? I'm going to Sandown Park, reset box two, catch the thief. Gunner? Race one, number eight for the Formula One fans, uh, Magnuson of the Kevin Variety. What about, box the, eight, what, about the, what about the swimming fans or the SAS Australia fans with uh, James nah, Magnuson? No, <laughs> stop him. Nah. <laughs> he, he's done. He's retired. Two bucks. K Mag still going. Two bucks. Two bucks. Yep. Yeah. Two bucks. Absolutely. Ooh. Value, That's, value, value. That's some very short selections. Very good. Um, show me the money. Here comes the money. Money, money, money. You know how this works, gentlemen. Best play of the week, best value play of the week. Uh, I'll kick us off. I'm actually going to race 12, the lucky last on the park down there at Sandown Park. The lucky last on the park, the lucky last on the card. Uh, number one, Phantom Call uh, for Anthony as a party, having a party at $5.50 out of the cherry. Gunner. Race six, number three, Bobby the Brit at $8.50. Massive run in the Geelong Cup. Yeah. Uh, give it strength. Very Kenny. impressive. I'm going to head to race 10 at Sandown Park and go with Kel's dog. Better watch out at $6.50. I like it. You know, we didn't um, we didn't ask Kel about Kenny the Brute. <laughs> Named after. We'll ask Named him next after. time. Yeah. Oh, well, all right, boys. Well, I think that's everything. That is, we've we've spoken to Kel. We've got the inside word. I can't believe that he just basically got a call out of the blue from Steve Withers to have Tommy Shelby. How long do you reckon he'll have him for? Just uh, uh, until I'd say until, until Melbourne after Cup Melbourne then, Cup. Like, he'll have then, to go back to WA for the Perth Cup in the new year, so maybe he might hang around for a bit. Mm. Might hang around for a head-to-head match race at uh, Dap Day there, yes. do you think? Uh, do you think Shaggy will be still sitting in the bar at this t- that stage? Uh, probably. probably. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Hopefully somewhere yeah, up for next week. Yeah, no. Well, we won't be here next week, so a special announcement. We won't be here next week on uh, the non-chasers right after the Melbourne Cup and before the US election, so things to do on the sports bet trading floor. That's all from us, boys. Um, if He's you got are- a text from Shaggy. He said, pants are off, so I think things are going well down at the pub. <laughs> <laughs> They don't call him Shagger for nothing. <laughs> I didn't mean it for that reason. It's Kenny. Come on, you turned into the show a bit blue. Jesus. If you are going to have a punt, please do so in a responsible manner, and we'll see you in a couple of weeks. Goodbye. Bye. Hey, boys. Dad paraded him into his box, and we stood at the rails, Mom and I. We watched as they us from the boxes. A rainbow colors flashed by. Two lanes behind us, it's my grandma turn And I wanted to swear